video cast. What's up, all? This is a Big John on Americana, the American way. And coming at you, Joseph Biden, off the rails. <laughs> For 27 minutes, he spoke. The crowd went wild at times. He talked tough on Ru Russia. Russia. If I can talk right. Um, let's listen here for a second. It's Joe Biden. In a direct and dramatic finish to his visit to Europe, President Biden called for an end to Vladimir Putin's grip on Russia. For God's sake. This man cannot remain power. That sounded like a provocative call for regime change in Russia. But that is not the U.S. position. So White House officials put out a statement that the president actually meant Putin cannot be allowed to exercise power over his neighbors. Further clarifying, President Biden was not discussing regime change. But there was no cleanup on this warning to Russia that it dare not expand its war beyond Ukraine. Don't even think about moving on one single inch of NATO territory. From threat to olive branch aimed at the citizens of Russia. You, the Russian people, are not our enemy. But the heart of his message was for Ukrainians. We stand. Our military-industrial complex stands with you. Um, so, y'all, before we get too far into it, find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Of course, this is called Americana, the American way, <laughs> on all the podcast platforms and Rumble.com. So, NBC News had to edit that totally backwards to make it sound like he wasn't threatening to remove Vladimir Putin. Now, when this all started a couple weeks ago, a month ago, yeah, it's a month ago, um, and I, I do feel bad for the people of Ukraine. Uh, I got props for President uh, Zelensky uh, recently, a week or so ago, found out he's Jewish. So, even more kudos to him. Um, I like the Jewish people. Uh, but uh, a few weeks when all of this started, like I was saying, I did hear some talking heads, and I can't remember if it was a politician or just a reporter. Uh, an opinionator uh, saying that, you know, Putin is going to have to face war crime charges when this is all over. Well, how does somebody face uh, war crime charges if there's not regime change? But that ultimately lies with the Russian people. And... Mind you, Putin 
has had wanted control of of uh, uh, you listen to Joe Biden too long, you start to talk like him. Uh, but Putin has wanted control in Ukraine for quite a while. This is the country where uh, he wanted to prop up one uh, puppet government. So he he somehow managed to sneak. He didn't personally, obviously, uh, a KGB or you know some hitman from the Kremlin. Uh, snuck, I think it was, oh, it was Agent Orange, Agent Orange, into the guy's food, and it was supposed to kill him, but it just, like, aged this, like, 50-year-old guy another 50 years in a, a few days, uh, made him look and appear like he was 100 years old, but th that's what we're dealing with in Vladimir Putin. And obviously, you know, yeah, we don't want people like that in power in the world, but yet, you know, at the same time, we've propped up dictators, uh, you know, we, we turned a blind eye when Ukraine and the neo-Nazis in the north were battling it out with Russia a few years, uh, well, for the last 14 or so years, um, we've turned a blind eye to the, what's the equivalent to genocide uh, that I believe it's Saudi Arabia is inflicting in Yemen, that's being inflicted on the country of Yemen. Uh, even I'm not up on all that. But Nonetheless, Grandpa went off the teleprompter. It was a 27-minute speech, and nine words that were not part of the speech have just totally thrown the world into chaos. <laughs> I mean, the crowd was going wild for him. You know, when he was talking tough about... Uh, you know, you're not going to set foot on any NATO territory. They applauded and cheered when he said, you know, this is for the Ukrainian people. We're with you. They cheered. Uh, I thought I had the, the video of that, but I guess uh, the page switched videos on me before I could uh, do this. Uh, that This article is from the Washington Post. Um and it's a, a reminder of what we elected and uh, other things. It was very poignant you know, at the beginning. Uh, it, they're in Warsaw, Poland, which was home to the Warsaw Pact, which formed the Soviet Union uh, back in the olden days. Uh, so during the presidential campaign, President Joe Biden often reminded his audience about the heavy weight that the words of a president can carry. Because Trump, you know, would tweet things out about other countries, about people, uh, politicians, and things like that. But he never almost tipped off World War III because people respected him. 
this is from Joe Biden. The words of a president matter, he said, more than once. They can move markets. They can send our brave men and women to war. They can bring peace. Well, he sure as hell did a lot more to move towards war than peace. <clears throat> and it goes on to say they can also, as Biden discovered Saturday, spark a global uproar in the middle of a war. Nine ad-libbed words at the end of a 27-minute speech. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power, Biden said. Now, did Grandpa just go off the rails, go off the script? We don't know. Did he really mean that? Did he think this is going to be my uh, Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall moment? We don't know because he doesn't know what he's thinking half the time. Uh, you know, back in the campaign in 2020, and, you know, they were doing anything and everything, everything, to paint Trump as an off-the-rails lunatic. And, you know, his words would bring world war and so on and so forth. Um, but shit, hell, he almost kicked off World War Three right here. Uh, I mean, this is the tired old man that 81 million people supposedly elected king. <laughs> what is that? Um, what, what in the hell was he thinking? You know, throwing those words out there like it was nothing. Vladimir Putin is not afraid of Joe Biden. And it was abundantly clear, maybe Putin didn't fear Trump. And much about nothing was made up, made out about the uh, post-summit post press conference with, Biden, or with uh, Trump and Putin. And there were a lot of disagreements in their conversation. But at the end, Putin respected Trump. And Trump is right about Putin. He is, Putin is a smart dude. But <laughs> but this was just ridiculous. Where where did where did this come from? You know that that's the question. Were those words calculated? Because now. The, uh, the State Department has to try and cover his ass. Um, did something change here? 
yeah, something changed on me. Well, USA Today was reporting, you know, the line you just saw or heard that, you know, the U.S. isn't for regime change. Uh, the headline should read, Oh shit, our bad, Grandpa went off script. Because that's what happened. He went off script. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, at a press conference in Jerusalem, uh, Secretary of State Blinken said, uh, Putin cannot be empowered to wage war. That's what Biden really meant by that. No, it wasn't. They want regime change. It's just too delicate of a situation to say that aloud. But Vice, or President Biden, former Vice President Biden, as Stephen Crowder would say, President Biden has a history of saying out loud the part you're supposed to say quietly. <laughs> Uh, and there's no walking this back. They cannot backtrack on this. It, it's it's too late. And you know we've had presidents make mistakes and say stupid things forever. You know the powers that be had George W. Bush and Colin Powell out there lying about weapons of mass destruction those things uh, to go into Iraq um, you know you had Gulf of Tonkin back in the Vietnam days uh, that's you know supposedly some of our ships were attacked by North Vietnamese gunships in the Gulf of Tonkin and uh, even back to the Spanish-American War, I think it's basically been proven that we blew up one of our own ships <laughs> so that we could go to war in uh, not was it Cuba? No, was it Cuba? Puerto Rico or Cuba? Wherever San Juan Hill and Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders were. So this isn't new. And in the Ukrainian relief program that I've talked about before, we were lied to a little, a lot of it. You know, it wasn't relief or aid for Ukraine. There was six and a half billion dollars in there to move our troops and equipment uh, into NATO countries to prepare for a war. So, that being said, Dewey 25th Amendment, President Biden that he's just not there, not all there enough to continue being president, or what do we do with this guy? Wait two and a half years of stupidity out till DeSantis and Trump come to the rescue? 
I don't know. I do not know. But that was, that was a major fuck-up on the world stage. Majorly. So, let's take a brief break here and talk about the women in Putin's life. His children and his mistress and his wife. BRB. These words every stinking day. So, let's look at the ladies in Vlad's life. Uh, not a lot in the West is known about Vladimir Putin other than, you know, he's this evil, ruthless dictator. Um, but he did straighten Russia out after basically the mafia was running the country for the 90s. And, uh, uh, the corruption, and I mean, it's still corrupt as hell, but it, at least he brought some civility, maybe, I don't know, probably not. Ask somebody that lives in Russia. <laughs> so, let's get here to the start. Alright. So, whoop. I don't want that. So, Vladimir Putin's mistress, wife, and kidlets. His daughters are actually pretty beautiful. Um, uh, so in Russia, the public is demanding that Putin's mistress be expelled. So the Russian public is even against Putin in a lot of ways. Some ways. Uh, called the favorite wife of Putin, Alina Kabeva, Kabeva is under fire from the citizens in Russia Belarus and Ukraine, pardon me. They want to see her expelled from her hiding place in Switzerland after a petition has reached over 63,000 signatures, according to the Daily Mail. I don't think Putin cares about 63,000 signatures. Call me crazy, but... shows here uh, one quote from Russia says it's time to uh, it's time Ava Braun or reunite Ava Braun with her Fuhrer comparing this girl to uh, Ava Braun and Putin to Hitler and Ava Braun I guess they have a place in the Swiss Alps where they go running off. Uh, the petition tells the Swiss, for the first time in modern history, your country has violated neutrality, which it did not even during, uh, even do 
uh, to Nazi Germany in the 20th century and joined the sanctions against Putin and his sur surroundings. Uh, permitting them to hide within the Swiss border, the borders of the Swiss state. And now you're allowing his favorite mistress and her children to hide within your borders of your state. But Putin has never officially recognized any of his offspring. So he do, does, so does he even have children? <laughs> From the sounds and things, he has three daughters with his wife. His first child with ex-wife Ludmila uh, Putina, Maria Fasson is Putin's first child and the eldest daughter to uh, of his two shared with his ex-wife Yedlina Putin Here, let's put the glasses on so I can see what the frick I'm reading so he was married to his first wife and for Thirty years, his first daughter is now thirty-six years old. He and his first wife divorced in two thousand thirteen. Maria Fassen, F A A S S E N, Maria born Maria Vladimiri Vlad Il Marinova Putina, and also known as Maria Varno. Tazava is named after Putin's mother Maria as reported by the Daily Mail she's a cute girl uh, working alongside dad Maria is the youngest Maria is a young scientist pardon me she studied medicine at Moscow State University and became an endocrinologist Bloomberg claims she is also her father's trusted advisor in genetic engineering. Wow. And arguing that human DNA editing should be prohibited prohibited in the private sector and confined to state-run facilities. So the the commies can change their people's DNA but not private companies. Putin is a grandfather. That's nice. Wonder if he takes does he push the grandkids on the swing set while he's thinking about nuking people? That's right, Russian the Russian president is a grandfather. Maria married Dutch business fan Jort Jort Jorit Fawcett. Jorit Fawson, and they have a daughter. Must be interesting. Let's go visit Grandpa at the Kremlin. Maybe he'll show you the dungeon where they torture people. Maria, her husband, and child 
lived in the Netherlands until controversy caused her to leave. According to the New York Post, the couple became very uncomfortable in the Netherlands after flight MH17 was shot out of the sky over Ukraine in 2014. According to international reconstructions of the attack, Maria's father uh, provided the missile that shot 193 of their countrymen out of the sky over Ukraine. Whoops. Putin's alleged second daughter, Katerina, who's actually born uh, under a different name. All right, let me try this one. Yeka Tarina Putina. She later changed her name to use the surname Shrekabeva, the same as her maternal grandmother, the Daily Mail reports. So she maybe isn't daddy's little girl. Maybe she's ashamed of her dad and his reputation. Uh, very different to her sister. Putin's reported second child was born in 1986, although she attended the same schools as her sister Maria. She took a completely different path. The Daily Mail reports. Now in her 30s, Katerina is a director for the Institute of Mathematical Research of Complex Systems at Moscow University. So they're all smart young ladies. Uh, it says, don't give up your day job. Surprising, however, it seems she's better known as, for her dancing, her part is better known for her success as a rock and roll dancer. I did not know there was such a thing. But she's a professional dancer. Katerina has been the Vice President for Expansion and Marketing at the World Rock and Roll Confederation. The organization is in charge of international competitions for the discipline. So it looks kind of like the the close-to-close one-on-one dancing you would see like in the 50s in America. Uh, dancing cheek to cheek, not grinding on people. <laughs> so, who is Putin's alleged third daughter? Probably the best looking of the three. Luisa Razava. Uh, also known as Elizaveta. Krivnaka K-R-I-V-O-N-O-G-I-K-H was how she used to spell her last name. And she shortened it to Louisa Razava. Uh, She is believed to be the third child, the Daily News reports. She's never been formally acknowledged by the Russian president, however... Louisa's mother, Svetla Savelenta, 
has never claimed that Putin was the father of her daughter, despite many rumors. Neither has Putin. However, it's interesting to note uh, they worked, or, okay. Kriznogic worked as a cleaning lady and then became a multimillionaire and one of the country's wealthiest women in a remarkably short period of time. So she got a few million bones from, <laughs> from Vladimir, some hush money. Hey, don't tell people it's my kid, this razor. Uh, Louisa had a fantastic Instagram following, 84,000 followers, mainly due to the fame of her secret father and her stashes of cash. Ooh. But that all changed according to Metro when, Rus when the Russian invasion of Ukraine started. She has now shut down her account after being heavily trolled in the wake of the war. Well, damn you trolls. She has her own fashion label. Louisa mainly posted about being on fancy trips. The 18-year-old student who, according to Metro, was living in Vladimir Putin's hometown of St. Petersburg, Petersburg, took to social media, uh, took a social media break you know, over the backlash, blah, blah, blah. Some have defended her publicly on Instagram saying she cannot do anything uh, for having she cannot do anything for having a crazy father. Others have made more personal attacks saying she stays quiet because she knows if she says one bad thing to daddy, she will be cut off from big money, apartments and expensive things. What's wrong with that? Does Putin have a fourth daughter? Oh, Vlad, you dog, you. You're just out there knocking out daughters like uh, a, a wabbit in heat, buddy. Uh, the Daily Mail reports the president allegedly has even more children than the three women mentioned here. Razava may not be the youngest daughter at all. A controversial relationship, the Daily Mail elaborates, stating that Putin reportedly had a relationship with Russia's most flexible woman. I think I met her at the Arnold Classic. Oh, my goodness. What if that? Well, she, she, he's definitely a little ladies' man. And I mean, for Russia, he's probably. And these women are pretty beautiful. He's the Donald Trump of Russia with the ladies. You sly dog, you. Uh, uh, when I was saying Russia's most flexible lady, the athlete Alina Kabeva, there was a lot of controversy about their alleged relationship at one time. Uh, she's some kind of gymnast or something. She, yeah, she's flexible. If it's the same girl I met, the Olympia and her mystery, the Olympian and her mystery man. The Olympic gymnast and the Russian president were pictured many times together and had been associated 
with me having to relight my cigar. Daily Mail writes, Kaveva once spoke of a mystery man who she loves very much. Aw, that's sweet. She's in love with him. I mean, probably if it was anybody other than Putin, the, she would have come forth about their relationship. But there aren't a lot of ways to make a legitimate living in Russia. And being an Olympic athlete is one way to get the government to take care of you and give you a stipend. And having a relationship with a a billion a billionaire, billion ruble whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call Putin, a billionaire um, is about the only way. Uh, be an Olympian and marry a billionaire. She, she's a pretty girl, though. From the pictures, uh, she was carrying. Was she carrying Putin's child? Alina was quite obviously pregnant in 2015. The Daily Mail writes that many speculate she was bearing Putin's child. Vlad, learn to use a condom, bro. Jeez, going buck wild over there, you dog. Where's the famous athlete now? Despite her fame as a gymnast. Alina hasn't seen a public eye uh, for the past few years. Metro reports the Putin or the paper adds that Putin's suspected mistress is hiding in a luxury Swiss chalet or or chalet. She's hiding out somewhere in Switzerland. Uh, Putin's daughter is not involved. The Washington Post writes that in 2015, Putin said his daughters are not involved in, biz in business or politics. My daughters live in Russia and studied only in Russia. I'm proud of them, he said. They speak three foreign languages fluently. I never discuss my family with anyone. So he, he, he wants to be a private kind of guy, private eye guy. Um, keep his family out. Out of the public eye. Smart move. Um, I'm working on, and for a future episode, if you're still tuned in, uh, I'm working on a analysis of this Ashley Biden diary. I know the big news right now is Hunter Biden's laptop, but I've seen everything that's on there. I'm going to throw that in with the Ashley Biden diary. Uh, I just read all 100 pages, 112 pages that were posted online. Um, but I'll get into that in a future episode. I'm just going to wrap this up by saying God bless y'all. Pray for each other. Pray for our president. Play, even, even pray for Vladimir Putin. Even though he's not... He's not a Christian like George W. Bush said he was. Not by any stretch of the imagination, W. Uh, but still, we need peace. This needs to come to a, a peaceful and abrupt end. 
And I think it could when Zelensky and Putin sit down here uh, in a few days. So let's pray, pray for peace. And I'm out. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Thanks for listening and watching. Do the like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.